0: Down to verse 40. I'll read 40 and 41. Amen. I'm going to uh, minister a message. Amen. And, and, and that uh, God really has impressed on my heart and my spirit. Amen. In the, in the days that we're living, as the Lord has been impressing these last few times with getting reunited with the Holy Spirit, going deeper, amen, the anointing, and everything that God wants us to do, amen. There's the end time revival is coming, church, amen. We, say I, I. we need to be ready for it, amen, and so uh, I'm praying that this will help us to wake up for what's going on in our world today, in our society, and that we as a church must uh, stand up and be part of this great army that is uh, marching that's going to rise up and march across this land, amen, and, and see salvation, amen, in these last times and end times, amen. So, Matthew chapter 26, verse 40 and 41, it says this Then he, speaking of Jesus, he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. Somebody say, Wake up! Wake up. And he said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me for even one hour? Keep watch. And pray. Somebody say, keep watch. Somebody say, pray. So that you will not give into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body, the flesh, is weak. Amen. I want to minister a message I entitled, Don't Get Caught Napping. Don't get caught napping. If you nap today, don't get caught. I'm going to put you on the spot. Amen. I gave you a warning. We're going to let this one pass right here. Amen. Okay. He is resting in the spirit of God. Amen. (laughs) That is a, yes, illustration sermon right there. Amen. Hallelujah. But, But for the rest of you, don't get caught napping. Amen. We are living, why? Because we are living in terrible times. Come on, we are here today, and things may be flowing in your, in your life, but things are happening in our world. And, and things right now are happening very presently right now. Evil is on the rise, and evil is running crazy right now. And so though you're here, and you may be happy, and you're going to go have some food, and you're going to enjoy the 4th of July, there are things happening in our world. We are living in terrible times, and we must be suited and rooted otherwise you're going to get booted you want to hear that again we must be suited and rooted somebody say rooted or you'll be booted i don't know about you but i'm not getting booted i will be suited and i'll be rooted amen because i will not allow the enemy no longer to take or steal what god has given me come on you have to take authority Somebody say, I take authority. You have to take authority if you want all the blessings of God. If you are not suited and you're not rooted, the enemy will come in and boot you. He will kick you to the side. You will start to lose things and you'll start to believe his lies. We must say, I must. We must take off the old man. Come on, the old man, that means that we have to take off our own understanding, our our old old way of thinking, amen, or take off our feelings, amen. In other words, we have to take off our flesh. Somebody say flesh. Come on, you got to take off that flesh. You got to crucify that flesh. You got to nail him to the cross, amen. And you are to put the spirit man on. In other words, we need to be led by the spirit of God in Not in our own understanding, amen, in the way he leads us. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Jesus here in this part of our our scripture here in Matthew, amen, Jesus was challenging the disciples, spirit man, to wake up and to put to sleep the flesh. Spirit man up, flesh person down. That, That person can sleep. Tell your flesh, go to sleep. Spirit man, wake up. See, when you start to get angry and when you start to get rage and when you start to think wrong and you start to have an attitude, let me tell you, you are in the flesh. You did not put that, that flesh to rest. You did not put that flesh to sleep. You did not wake up your spirit man. Your spirit man needs to wake up, and you need to put to rest that old woman and that old man. Come on. You know that old woman, and you know that old man. Come on. You don't want that person waking up when you wake up. You want to wake up in the spirit when you go to work. You want to wake up in the spirit when you greet your spouse and when you greet your children the next morning. Amen. Because if you're not in the spirit, you'll be in the flesh. It's like there's heaven and there's hell. There is no in between church. So you're either in the spirit or you're in the, you're in the, So Jesus was challenging the disciples here. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 17, it says this, So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Tell your neighbor, follow him. It says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary Or what is opposite of the spirit and the spirit is contrary to the flesh. Come on, they're in in conflict with each other. That means that they're at war with each other. The spirit man wants to do this and the flesh wants to do this. And so there's a constant battle going on within your soul. It says they're in conflict with each other so that you don't do whatever you want. We need to put on, somebody say put on, the full armor of God. We got soldiers in the kingdom of God. We have soldiers in the church today that are not putting the full armor of God. Some are just walking out with shields. Some of them are just walking out with helmets. Some of them are just walking out with a belt, amen, but they don't have the full armor of God on. And when you don't have the full armor of God on, something's going to come against you and you will get into the flesh. Somebody say flesh. Even the flesh doesn't come out just fleshy. (laughs) Flesh is fleshy. It's probably why they call it flesh. Come on, we got to put on the full armor. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, it says, Put on the full armor of God that you'll be able to stand Firm, listen church, stand firm in your beliefs, stand firm in your faith. How many know that this is a time and an hour that we as a church need to stand in what we believe in, we need to stand in what our faith is in, amen, and stand against all these things. says, stand firm against the strategies of the devil. God's church is under attack. Come on. How many feel the attack? Come on. I I think earlier they were saying that some of us were going through a battle or it was hard to get here. You had a, or how many had a rough week? Come on. Just be honest. Come on. Just raise your hand. It's all right. Come on. Come on. It's been a rough week. It it was kind of hard. You went through a season. Those, that's the enemy. The enemy is attacking. Amen. If we're not, if we're not suited up, amen. Come on. If you're not in the spirit or waking up the spirit, man, you're going to get into the, Raise the hand. Who got into a flesh? No, no, don't, don't raise your hands. <laughs> because you know what? God knows. Amen. Tell your neighbor God knows. Amen. The church is under attack. and Evil. Listen, church is on the rise. Come on. So it's time to war, church. You know, something in my spirit woke up, amen, uh, in these last few weeks, amen, or last few months of prayer, amen, uh, that you know what? We need to war. We need to fight, amen. You know what? I'm tired and sick and tired, amen, uh, of the enemy coming in the, these last two and a half years and stopping the church and stealing from the church. No, 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 no more. I'm making war on the devil, amen, and his demons, amen. They are no longer coming in and just taking what they want to take, amen. But we have to fight. Somebody say Fight! Fight. You know what the overturning of role... Roe versus Wade, amen, and the the Supreme Court, amen. uh, Come on. And now that each state is now in charge of their own destiny, amen, and what they want to do, amen. And there's a lot of states that are saying, you know what? We stand on that. We're going for it. We're in a state that's against it, amen, just like California, amen. We need to pray for our state of Nevada, amen, and say, you know what? No, no, no. You can't kill our babies, amen. We got to make a stand and say, no, no, devil. You're not going to take our children, amen. And so we got to make a stand on that, amen and what the government is actually doing. Listen, oh, they're, they're washing their hands. And they're giving it away to each state. Remember when Pilate washed his hands? He says, I'm not going to take responsibility. Each state, you are responsible for your own state. So he's putting it back on you. So whatever happens in your state is because of you. But I'm washing my hands. instead of the government just being the government that they need to be, a government under God that will say, no, no, this will be in all states. Are you listening folks? So we need to pray. Come on, we need to pray, amen. right now, society, you may not see it, you may be cool and cozy here, but society's going nuts. Come on, there are voices being raised right now. There's protests going on over this, and though it's a great victory for us as a church because we value life, amen, the enemy is not just going to go away, amen, he is stirring up things, and he's already doing it, you don't even know. The enemy's mad, and he's going to find ways, listen, church, to still take our babies out and our children out. The mass shooting in, in the school in Texas was not coincidence. It was the devil getting mad and says, oh, yeah, you want to overturn this? Amen. I'm going to still come after your children. And he did. It's the truth. That's how the enemy works. He's still going to come after your kids. And so we have to understand, church, uh, come on, this is taking place. And though I say it's a great victory, Jesus is telling the church, we must watch and pray. Not just say, yeah, yeah, we won. But what are you doing? We got to pray. This is wartime, amen. The enemies are rising right now. He says, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to come other ways. I'm going to think of other ways of taking out what I need to take out, amen. And we as a church can hold back the forces of evil, amen, through our prayer life when we wake up and do what we need to do as a church, and that is to pray. And you need to pray for your children. The enemy is coming after our children, coming after your children. Somebody say, my children. Come on, uh, through their sexuality. Come on, now. come on, something that needs to be talked. Parents, come on, now. come on, tell them the rules. Amen. Tell them what God says. Tell them the Garden of Eden. Now, tell them those things. You got to speak to them on God's stuff. Come on, don't 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 just bring your kids and just say okay, teach them. <laughs> Don't give it to our, our to our to our, our our teachers, amen. You gotta start it in your home. The platform is demand it. Transgender, homosexuality, pride month. Come on, their voice is getting louder if you don't see that church every movie every show seen today has a homosexual character a transgender something that has to do with their sexuality if you don't believe me turn on any show you'll find a you'll find that the platform is raised and we have done nothing i said the church has not done nothing see what it is you think all this is just Just happening. You know why he brought this virus was to distract us and come through the back door. What he's doing today. This platform is being raised, amen, right before our eyes. But we're so caught up over here in this and that and sickness in the church and what we do and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden this platform is being raised. Why? Because we stopped praying. I know this is not a popular message, but it needs this is a message that is needed in the church today. You know, I mean, we're making a war on the devil, we're gonna to have to expose his lies. Come on, somebody. I do it because I love your children. I, I do this because I love people. Amen. Come on, I'm not attacking a, a group, I, I'm not attacking a person, I'm attacking a spirit that is loose in the world today, that's coming after your children. Coming after lives, church. Come on. Even the new cartoon movie, Buzz Lightyear. The enemy is exposing to our kids homosexuality. The enemy is planting seeds because he's coming after your kids. And if you're not alert to what your kids are watching, then shame on you. I'm gonna watch a movie. Let me see what this movie's about. Don't just think because it's a cartoon, it's safe. It's not safe anymore. It's not safe anymore, church. You gotta watch what we watch. It's not safe anymore. Plain things, and, and and it's not safe. He's coming, and what he's doing is planting seeds and the seeds of confusion. And that's how the whole process starts. No one wakes up saying, I'm this way. No, there are seeds that are processed, given to them. Life has come against them. Things have come away to change their way of thinking. And it's because there's something lacking in the house today, something lacking in the home today, something that's lacking in husband and wife. God, the devil will get the husband and wife just fighting while the kids just start to do, go watch TV. I'm telling you. It is out of control. Church, come on, we got to wake up. We got to wake up. Look at it. in 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 through 5 says this, but mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control. Brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure, then lovers than God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. Let me tell you together, let me tell you church right now, that there's a form of godliness even in the church, but there's no Holy Spirit. Come on, this is where they allow certain things of acts to keep on going in without addressing it. And if there's no Holy Spirit, let me tell you, there is no repentance. There is no remorse, amen. We need the Holy Spirit in our churches that brings conviction. They have a form of godliness. They smell like the church. They look like the church, amen, but they deny its power because there's no Holy Spirit in that. When there's no holy Spirit, there's no repentance, there's no repentance, there's no salvation. All you're doing is gathering and presenting a false gospel. It says, have nothing to do with that kind of church. Have nothing to do with those kind of people. They talk the lingo, but they have no spirit. Because spirit brings conviction. Spirit brings direction. Spirit brings clarity and, 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 and counseling and, and tells us that's not right, that's wrong. Spirit is not confused. We need to arm up, church. We need the army of God to rise up and put on their armor. Amen. I a people that would pray once again and not be caught napping. Prayers are needed in the church. Uh, prayers are needed in our nation. Uh, prayers is needed in our world today. Come on. We cannot be caught napping, church. The question that he asked the disciples is a question that I'll ask you today. Can you pray for just one hour? Ephesians chapter 6, 13 says this, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, hello, it's here. Come on. When the day of evil comes, when confusion comes, uh, when frustration comes, when the flesh is rising, amen. Come on. It says uh, when the day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, In the Christian life, listen church, are we Christians, are we disciples of Jesus in this place? Come on now, in the Christian life and as disciples of Jesus Christ, We battle against rulers and authorities, the powers of forces of fallen angels. The war is not against each other. The war is not against a certain group or or whatever they're calling themselves out there today. Amen. We're fighting against spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. Amen. Who are headed by the devil himself, who is a vicious fighter. A fighter that does not care anything about you. He'll give you something because he wants to buy you. He wants to own you. And then eventually he takes it away. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 and 9 says this. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy. The devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour standing firm against him. Be strong in your faith. It says right here, be strong in your faith. Don't waver. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't fall into sin. Hello. Come on. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you are. Come on. It's not something weird that you're going through. Everyone's going through this. It's not like, oh, I'm going through this. Oh, it's just me. No, it's a whole body. It's just that why we have to stand firm. We got to be strong in our faith. Amen. We can't waver. We can't. Let me tell you, it's not a time to give up right now. You cannot give up. It's not time to give up. It's not time to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to take a break, Pastor, okay? Just want to take a break. No, it's not time to take a break. That, that is, those are, those are, those are strategies. Listen, guys, of the devil. He's trying to pull you away, isolate you, for he can pour his lies into you. Are you understanding? That's why the value of the church is so value. That's why the, you know, if it wasn't value, then we he would say, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to gather. You don't have to do this. I'm with you. I'm everywhere. No, he says, gather. Encourage each other, because when you're alone... You agree with you. No one's there to disagree with you. Hello. I think this is right. So do I. Let's do it. Okay. Instead of a brother saying, bro, that's not right. That's not good. Come on. We don't want to come to church because we don't want to hear that. Why? Because we like what we're doing. And why would we like what we're doing? Because we're in the flesh and not in the spirit. Flesh. Come on see the enemy's tactic i mean i'm, I'm seeing this god just give me revelation god why have we been napping instead of praying not that we stop praying we're praying but we're not praying the right and we're not fighting the right battle we're fighting against each other hello Come on, we're fighting over this and over that. And that's wrong. And this is wrong. And, wrong and, that. and the devil's just going, ha, ha, ha. I'm coming this way and I'm going to do something over here. While they're busy over here, I'm going to go put something of a spirit in somebody. It's going to take some people out. Because it's a murderous spirit. And he's mad. Oh, yeah, you thought you got a victory. I'm still taking people. I'm still boarding life. That's who he is, church. Let me know you. It's not, he's not like some cute devil with horns and a little red outfit saying, hey, look, look how cool I am. I'm the devil. <laughs> and you guys always say, he's not that bad. He's okay. We're like hanging out with the devil. No, 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 church. Come on. You can be hanging out with the devil. He's vicious. He's a liar and the father of lies. And he comes only with one mission, church. That is to kill, steal, and destroy. If he can suck you in, he got you, then he's just going to destroy you. Can I let you know who the enemy is, church? Read your word. Educate your mind. And pray against that fool. That's right, fool. (laughs) Listen, I know when I start calling your names, he's going to come after me, but I'm ready to fight. Devil, you can't. There's nothing that you do that's new. I know your tactics. I know your lies. And now I just have to stand on what I believe in and fight with the things I have by putting on my full armor using my sword, bringing my shield, wearing those shoes of the gospel of peace, putting on that belt of truth, amen, the breastplate of righteousness, and reminded of my salvation with my helmet, amen, and then fight the fight of faith, hallelujah. So come on, devil, you can come and bring what you want, you can huff and puff, but no longer are you going to blow this house down, amen. We're here to war, we're here to declare your head, you are a loser, you have been a loser, and you'll always be a loser. Be bold and say that every morning. Get out. Somebody say, get out. Yeah. Get out, devil. You stand in Jesus' name, let that, that, that devil go. <laughs> let that devil get out. Kick that devil out. Don't entertain things. Don't let anything sink inside your mind. Let no let the seeds of the media fill you. Let hate and rage and anger rise up in you. Because all that is the flesh. Because the spirit man puts that to death. He says here, stay alert. Watch out. In other words, wake up church. Wake up. Open your eyes. And don't be caught napping. Because the devil is prowling. The devil and his fallen angels are seeking to take out our nation. Take us out, our family out, and our kids out. And I'm here to let you know he can roar all he wants. But we got to remember, we got the lion of Judah. That's louder than any roar that he has. Come on. You know what Judah stands for? Praise. Come on, the line of Judas inside of each one of us, church. Use your praise to chase him out. He doesn't like worship. He doesn't like praise. Amen. You start worshiping and the devil leaves. Come on, worship. Let the Judah, the line of Judah raise up inside of you and roar against the enemy. Roar for your family and your marriage, church. Come on, let that spirit rise up. Because the, the flesh can't do that. The flesh can't come out and roar. It's gonna be a fake roar. It's gonna be the imitation war. It's gonna be the war of the, of the one formed as, in the form of godliness, but denying its power. There's a lot of Christians that shout, yeah, woo! But there's no fight inside of them. They're counterfeit. There are counterfeit Christians in the church today and you don't even know them. Some of them can be sitting right next to you. Oh, not not this church. No, no. They're in here. I'm not not pointing. I'm not looking at nobody, all right? (laughs) I'm just letting you you know they're waiting to come in. If we don't identify who they are and what we need to do here and what we pray against here. Let me tell you, when that enemy comes in, he cannot do what he wants to do in this place because we're prayed up. And we, 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 they tears down. They, whatever needs, whatever walks into this house. Let me tell you, because of what we make here in the war that we're pressing, making here in our church in the morning before our service starts church. Let me tell you, it has to bow down and submit itself to what's going on here. And it does not have a voice in this place. The only voice is what the voice of God wants to say, what the Spirit of God wants to say in this house. No other voice has a platform here. Why? Because we have established it here. You have to establish it within your own spirit and in your own home and in your own workplace. You can do that, church. Why? Because you have authority. Somebody say, I got authority. I got authority. That's why I can walk in, and they start cussing, and in my very presence, they stop. Art's here. Don't cuss. If you don't believe me, hang out with me for a whole day. Come on, hide. Describe, you know, describe yourself as a plan. <laughs> I'll put you in my department. You can, you can check it out for yourself. Amen. <laughs> oh, pastor's true. Amen. Or come in as a customer and just, just be looking. Hallelujah. come on you have authority i can walk in that floor and i take authority saying you're no longer foul talk in here you're no longer gonna bring this stuff in here because i pray for it i plead the blood of jesus over my workplace i put four guardian angels around my workplace nothing that comes in will harm us i pray over my coworkers. i pray over our customers that walk in that we will have a blessed day and i take authority church I take that authority, and the devil has to respect that authority, and he does. I don't walk around boastful and look at me. No, I said, look at God and what God does when you believe and you stand in your, in your faith, what God can do in any situation. Heathens are respecting the presence of God and what I believe in and what I stand in. Come on, I, I shut them down. I beep them. And they keep cussing, I'll beep them. One, one person came to me and, and apologized. I, I, I'm sorry. He's, and he, he, he has a bad, bad, so it's hard for him. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do my best, Art. I said, don't worry, I'll help you, because I'll keep beeping you. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, but he's been doing great. Why? Because there's power. There's authority. There's respect. It's not respecting me. He's respecting my belief. He's respecting my God. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Listen, to withstand their attack, and speaking of the devil and the fallen angels, we must say I must depend on the Holy Spirit's strength and use every part of that armor that I talked about During these times, we need to reach out. Somebody say, reach out. Reach out to your brothers in faith for support. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Somebody say, Jesus. Jesus. Ephesians chapter 6, 18 says this. Pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Come on. How many know there's not just one way of praying? There are several ways that we pray. There are prayers of solitude. There's prayers of of this. There's prayers and fastings. There's prayers that we make war and we declare and and make make declarations over the things that we need to pray for. Amen. It says pray all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind. Be alert. There's that word again. Alert. Watchful. Wake up. Come on, be alert and be always praying for all the Lord's people, not just you. Now I'm not saying you can't pray for you, but I hope you're praying for me. At least pray for my beautiful wife. As we get older, we stay beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere else. Come on, come back, Pastor. Come back, Pastor. No, pray for everyone. Pray. If you hear someone sick, pray for them. Amen. Now, someone's going through something, pray for them. You got to pray for each other. This is the body of Christ. This is what needed. It says, pray for all the people. Keep this in mind. Amen. Keep this always. Amen. Praying for all the Lord's saints. We must keep each other in mind and lift each other up. Can somebody say amen? Come on, James, chapter four, seven says this. On the Century English Bible says, "Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will run away from you." Come on, if the devil is not running away from you, the problem lies in your resistance. Just like my my wife said, "Amen." Come on, he didn't take it; we gave it to him. We gave him permission. Go ahead, take what what the Lord gave me. Take everything, all this stuff. Amen. Come on. Church, you 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 got you got to you got to submit. Somebody say submit. Come on. What is saying here is that we say I, we got to get a hold of ourselves. You got to help get a hold of your flesh. There's that word again. Flesh. You got to get a hold of this flesh. I can't let the flesh do what it wants to do. Sometimes I just want to knock somebody out, but I can't do that. Though it probably feel pretty good. Hallelujah. But you know what? I turned around and I, and I popped the devil. Yeah. Come on, turn it around. Fight. It says take off the flesh. Submit to yourself. Get yourself under control. Submit to God. Come underneath Him. So get a hold of yourself, girl. Get your hold of yourself, boy. Being crying out there. <laughs> He doesn't change. You don't change. Don't blame it on your spouse. Come on, that—that's that's a, that, I should have got an amen from the ladies. Hallelujah. Come on, get a hold of yourself. Let them get a hold of themselves. And crucify that flesh. And don't ever tell your spouse, oh, you're in the flesh. That will be another war. Hallelujah. Don't ever say that. You pray for your flesh. Let her pray for hers. Come on. Don't start turning this way. Wow. Oh, you know what the pastor said? You're in the flesh. You're not in the spirit. Ha ha. Don't 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 try to get points on each other. Amen. That'll be another battle. We're fighting a wrong battle, church. Get a hold of yourself. So I'm gonna get a hold of myself. Say that I'm gonna get a hold of myself. Yield. Submit under God. And when you do that, when you get a hold of that flesh and you crucify that flesh, amen, and you put on the spirit, man, amen, and you come under the authority of God, amen. Then the devil will flee. The devil can't mess with mess with somebody that's under the authority of God. He can't mess with you, you're under his covering. From there you go, uh, devil, mm, he can't touch you. He can't touch you. Once you submit to him and once you get a hold of yourself and repent of your ways, hello, and get under his authority. God, I can't can't get away from you. I can't come from underneath you. I got to stay in you in order to stay in the spirit. God, you're my covering. You're my protection. It has nothing to do with me because without him, I'm nothing. We're nothing. But with him, we're everything. That's where we can stand. All things are truly possible. When we say they're not possible, it's because we're in the what? The flesh. We're not in the spirit. We've got to come underneath God and be in the spirit. So you know what? We can overcome this. We're going to make this, babe. We're going to make it. We're going to make through this. I'm going to change. God's going to change me. Things are going to happen if I stay under God and crucify that flesh and let the spirit man rise up in me every day. Then I'm victorious. Come on and understand the battle that I'm fighting. I'm fighting on my own. It's not even my battle. It's the Lord's. So why don't you let the Lord fight for you? Some of you guys have been fighting in your own strength. That's why you're tired. And that's why you're beat up. And that's why you're mad. And that's why you're angry. Because you're not supposed to be fighting this battle on your own. When you submit under God and crucify the flesh, then he takes over and he fights for you. Right? The battle belongs to God. God, I don't know how you're going to do it. You're going to fix it. I'm just going to keep doing what I need to do. Right? I'm just going to do what I need to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to give. I'm going to go to church. You're going to take care of that because it's your battle. You're going to win it for me. I can't win it. But God can. Trust him. Trust His Word; He always comes through. Church, Amen. Amen. You ever just said, "Man, if I would have just done it from the beginning, I would have saved all these headaches." Amen. Right? Amen. But because you did it your way, and I know that we live in Las Vegas, or not on New York. New York has New York song, right? I did it my. No, we can't sing that song. I'm sorry. I go off, amen. This is me, amen. This is what God brought you, amen. (laughs) This kind of pastor, amen. We can't do it our way. We got to submit. And when we learn to do that church, then the blessings fall. Come on. You ever got out of God's will? How did it go for you? (laughs) Automatically, right? So bad. No one says, "Well, I got out of, out of the wheel, and everything's great." <laughs> you liar. Because <laughs> it doesn't really matter how you look on the outside, church. It's what's in the inside. So you can come in here, polish haircuts, say, "Oh yeah, everything has been great. We haven't seen you for a long time, bro. What's happening? Everything's good. Y'all looking all good and inside. Y'all broken off." <laughs> oh, pastor, you don't know. I've been going through some battle. The devil's been picking on me. Oh, my Lord, I'm glad I'm back. Jesus is telling us, watch and pray. Let's go back to the story. Go back to Matthew 26. Verse 40 and 41. I'm going to read it again. It says, He returned to the disciples and He found them asleep. And he said to Peter, couldn't you watch even one hour? Keep watching, and pray that You don't give in to temptation, for the Spirit is willing, but the the body, the flesh, wants to compromise. The flesh is lazy. The flesh is weak. Come on. See, in the Spirit, when we're around and we're here, like I said, we can be loud and say, Yeah, I got your back. We're doing this. Come on, Jesus. Come on. The Spirit is willing, but when it comes time to do it, now I'm too tired. Come on, we're here, we get up. He said, Yeah, let's do this, Father. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim your blessings. Oh, Father, I pray for my children. We get lazy. You're a fella, you made a you made a a a vow to God, hey God, at seven o'clock. I'm gonna gonna get in my room and it's gonna go pray for you. I'm gonna pray with you, okay? And then seven o'clock rolls on, and you're like, Ah, uh, seven thirty. Ah, <laughs> uh, about eight o'clock, and then you fall asleep. Is it only me? I mean, we 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 have the we the spirit also do this. The spirit is excited, yeah. Come on, let's war, let's be all that God has called us to be. But when it comes time to be what we need to be, that's when the flesh gets up. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. And so, because we're not crucifying that flesh. We're not putting to sleep the flesh. And the man needs to wake up. Jesus is telling them, can't you pray for one hour, guys? Come on, just one hour. I... I need you to get into your spirit, man. That's what he's telling his disciples. He said, I need you to be prayed up right now, guys. I I need some help. I need you to pray for this one hour, please. I'm going to pray over here. I want you guys to pray right here. Come on, he was telling them this because something was about to happen, church. Uh, Jesus is about to get arrested in the next few verses. Uh, Jesus is praying in the garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying, God, not not my will, but thy will be done. Uh, Something was about to rock their world. Their flesh, listen, was going to be tempted. Their faith was going to be tested. And Jesus was telling them, watch and pray. That you don't fall into temptation. I need you guys prayed up right now. We're living in a terrible times, church, where these platforms of evil have been raised up. Evil, come on, now being called good and good, now being called evil. Come on, because the church is napping. These mass shootings, church, are not going to stop. I wish I can tell you they're going to stop, but they're not going to stop. It's the truth. Come on. People are getting pulled away from the church. Because we're napping. We're not praying for our brothers and sisters that are not here. And Jesus is asking us to watch and pray something is about to rock our world. People's lives have been rocked through death, through sickness. People have been falling away from the faith. Come on, even the Bible says in the end times people walk away from their faith. And this is happening today. And Jesus is warning you and I, warning the body of Christ. And so in our text, Jesus uses Peter's drowsiness to warn him of what the kinds of temptation that he will soon face. Telling him, if you're not prayed up, Peter, you're going to flesh out. And the only way to overcome temptation is to be alert, to watch out, and to pray. Keeping alert means being aware of the possibilities, listen church, of temptation. Temptation. Come on, you can't walk around saying, nothing can tempt me. You're a liar. You're fooled. You're tricked. We live in a city of temptation, church. A world of temptation. Don't tell me you're that strong. No, be alert. Be sensitive to the craftiness, listen, of the devil. And be spiritually equipped to fight. Because temptation, listen, strikes When we are the most, at the most vulnerable state of our lives. Come on, when you feel weak and when you feel sad and when you feel mad and when you feel angry and confused, fearful, that's when he comes. Church, we cannot resist this. Listen alone. Prayer is essential because it helps store up God's strength for our defenses. So when the day of evil comes, when the devil comes uh, and evil's around us, we can defeat him. But did, this, did the disciples listen? No. Just like the church is not listening right now. Let's go back to the story. I'll close it up real quick, guys. Don't look at your watches. It's, don't worry about Matthew chapter 26, 42 to 45, it says this. He went away a second time. He went away a second time and prayed, Father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Went back. He again found them what? Sleeping because their eyes were heavy. Portecitos. They had a hard day. You don't know how hard it is. I'm tired. I'm tired. <sighs> so he went away from them and went once more to pray a prayer the third time saying the same thing. And then when he returned to disciples, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of sinners. So in verse 43, he finds them sleeping a second time. In verse 44, he finds them sleeping a third time. And what it's telling you and I today, church, is that we are not praying. We're giving into the flesh, and the church is resting, sleeping, and napping. While evil is rising and coming into our churches. These people are coming in, church. There's an agenda that's coming into the church soon. Dressed in wools and, 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 you know, sheep's clothing. Coming as an angel of light. Coming in, oh, praise the Lord, I want to help your ministry. I want to I I stand behind you. They're coming in, church. There's already a group coming in, ready to come into the church. They're just waiting for the devil's command to say, go. Go, they're ready. Because they're napping. (laughs) They're not prayed up. Go into that church and start to stir things up. They're coming church. Because Peter was napping church. Peter, because Peter wasn't prayed up, Peter fleshed out. If we go back to the story, look what it says in Matthew 26, 50 to 53. It says, Jesus replied, do what you came for, friend. He's talking to Judas who sold him out. And then these men came, uh, stepped forward and seized Jesus and arrested him. And then with, with that, one of Jesus' companions, Peter, don't say Peter there, but it was Peter, come on, reach for his sword. He drew it out and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put back your sword in his place, Jesus said to him. For all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you not think that I can call on my father? And that he at once at my disposal can put more than 12 legions of angels like that. In other words, he was telling Peter, if you're going to act like the world, you're going to die like the world. Besides, Peter, I don't need your help. I can fight my own battles. I fight spiritually, not fleshly. I want you to understand that, church. The disciples got scared. They scattered. Why? Because they were not prayed up. They were caught napping. Listen, church. We, too, We'll get scared and scattered if we're napping instead of praying. That's why Peter denied Jesus not once, not twice. How many times? Three times. The same amount of times that Jesus caught him napping instead of praying. I don't think numbers are coincidence in the Bible. I think God adds them up and puts them together. Three times he says, who knows what we can do if we pray. See, our our job is to just pray. His job is to do what he's going to do. Right? God says, give me your best and I'll do the rest. That's all God wants. Your best. He don't want you to go change the world. You can't change the world. He does. You can't save nobody. He does. (laughs) Do your best. Present yourself. Come on, not ashamed of the gospel. Do your best to me, and I'll do the rest. That's all he's looking. That's all he wants from you. He's not looking for perfection. He's not looking for anything else, church. He's looking for your best. That way he can do his rest, which is really the best. Are you listening, church? I'm gonna close today. Jesus is telling the church once again in these days to watch and pray. The spirit, your spirit's willing. I know you guys love Jesus, but that stupid flesh of yours is weak. And if we're not prayed up, we will, listen, we will flesh out in the end times. We will scatter, listen, and we will even deny Jesus that we know him. You think that happened to Peter? It's going to happen to us if we're not prayed up. We will be so scared of what's coming at us and we need to deny God or it's going to cost you your life and you're going to sell God out because you're not prayed up. this is what we're facing today. I don't know about you, but I'm not denying God. You can kill me. You can do whatever you want. I love Jesus and he's my savior. And that is it. And I will say it to anyone and to any court system or whatever's coming our ways. Guys, you don't know what's coming. If you're not prayed up, you're not going to be ready. I'm trying to prepare you. He's trying to prepare us. The time is coming. Stop fighting the, your dumb fights and fight the right fight. Come against the spiritual principalities that are coming against us and our children and our nation and rise up as men, men and women of God and pray the, f- the prayer and, and be watchful and be alert and just fight and be a soldier and be honored if you die for him. That's an honor to die for the Lord. Yes, I'll miss you, and i miss family, but I'll be in the presence of God. And I'll be waiting for you and rooting for you, just like there are right now in heaven. Pastor Woody's rooting for you. Come on, my cousins, rooting for me. Families that are gone before the Lord, amen, are rooting for you right now. They're the cloud of witnesses saying, come on, don't give up. Listen.